Hi guys, thanks for tuning in once again. Shout out to all our listeners who have stayed true um, on the show. Today is another podcast day. Remember, it's a show where we bring you fresh and exciting content. It's real, it's raw, and it's the truth. Hello, beautiful people. It's another Friday night, and yes, it is the Truth Podcast, where we bring you stuff that is real, raw, and actually the truth. I mean, your homegirl, bless you, Warren, and with me is... Akinsam! Yep, and guess what? You guys are not just going to be hearing our voices today. We have lovely guests in the house, and um, before I introduce them, Akin, you know, we got a whole lot of feedback yeah. from last week's topic. Yes, yeah. a lot. Like, some people were literally coming with fire so spit out fire my <laughs> god like mm. some raw stuff We're like really <laughs> so beyond the views i i i had with um i can we just thought to today's show is like the listeners show yeah like the, the show is for you guys so we're going to be playing a couple of feedback we got from last week's show so you guys should just sit back relax you 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 are listening to the truth podcast um my point of view of competition um when two people, a male and female, are living together, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. Especially if they're living under the same roof, but um, they have different rooms. They're not sharing the same toilet. They're not, the only thing they share is like living room and um, a kitchen, and maybe the front yard and the backyard. There's nothing difficult about it, especially if there's no sexual tension. But if there's a sexual tension between them, and maybe they were strangers before, then now that they are roommates, they will, they will def, something will definitely come out of it from being strangers to roommates to friends but it's not every time i believe in competition especially if there's no sex in it but if you know that you want to compete like with your partner or something you guys are not yeah married or something then that's fine in those people's view of competition not yeah. my thing. thank you <laughs> so my idea is why are you testing the waters if you're not gonna dive in you know what i'm trying to say and then, um, on the long run, people that actually cohabitate, you know, they, they tend to be very liberal about the idea of marriage and divorce. So, um, you know, it just takes up the divorce rates. And then, um, I feel like, I feel like um, the union starts off on a very wrong note, you know. And then, so I feel like if you're if you're going into marriage with someone, you're going with with um. You know a strong mind that's all oh, this is what it says i'm gonna go and i'm gonna face it i'm gonna make it work you know we're two different people two um imperfect people you know trying to live life you know trying to make the most out of it but then when you're not married you, it just leaves loopholes at the end you get it gives you it gives you an opening to run off but then when you're married it doesn't give you an opening to run off just like that do you get there are a lot of things to consider a lot of things to put to you know constitution and all that so i do not buy into the idea of um cohabitation but however i feel like as a couple you know in a relationship as you know you guys should spend quality time together it's super super important however people go with the um, notion of ah get to know this person no the honest truth is you can never know someone finish <laughs> that's the, the way i could put that like you literally cannot know anyone to the end because even that person doesn't know himself or herself to the very end people change we change we grow out of things we grow out of 
behaviors, how the personalities and a lot of things come up along the line as we grow, we learn new things about ourselves. So how can you want to know somebody to the end that someone that does not even yet know him, someone that is not even fully developed and stuff like that? Do you get so that idea of we're cohabitating because we want to get to know ourselves better you know it's just more comfortable for us i feel like that idea is just really wrong you 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 are listening to the truth podcast okay yes welcome back that was quite a lot of things a lot did you hear all the <laughs> things that those people said can you imagine a whole lot of opinions about cohabitation, what's real, you know, what I mean, what should be and what shouldn't be. People are testing waters. Others are like, no, it's a sin, religion. Others are like, we need to test the waters. So in the house today, we have two people, yes. Number one is married. And so I'm sure there's a little bit of experience in that area. Yeah. At least one should be eat us more. But anyways, <laughs> she's no other person than Mrs. Salako. Yes, Mrs. Yes, and I have Alim Daboski <laughs> in the house. I'm not alone this time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's no other person than Mr. Wally. Yep, yep. You're so all guys, welcome. Thank you guys for joining us here on the show. Thank you so much. My pleasure. So, like, we're, we're diving right straight up into the topic cohabitation. Mrs. Salako, can I just call you Jumoke to make it yeah better and cool? So, what is cohabitation to you? Because I think laying that foundation will start kick. So let's kick off the discussion with that. What is cohabitation? Okay. Um, for me, according to how I understand it, cohabitation for me is um, the living together, staying under the same roof of two people, either of the same sex or of the opposite sex but cohabitation is when two people live together two or more people anyway live together under the same roof okay 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 fine well it was your take exactly the same thing mrs salako said but then i must also not miss out that cohabitation is also uh two people exploring their sexual acceptance between themselves could be male or female male 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 female okay okay i think that that's an underlining thing yes you talked about the sexual part okay that's true because if not we'll probably be like roommates living together yes i just don't want to sister. repeat what mrs salako has said because i agree with her completely and that's my take existing eh? living with no living with that's my primary that's what i was explaining and that's my primary definition of cohabitation living together in space okay okay for the for the purpose of this show because we want to get real we want to get down cohabitation is like two people living together it could be the same sex as what it is now or opposite sex and from what dictionary they um finding dictionary opposite sex living together but have a sexual relationship because that's what we're talking about cohabitation if not to just be like brothers and sisters living together, yeah. family ties, mm-hmm. or roommates. We all live together in the hostel. I don't. That's not cohabitation. I live like five in the room, but when there's a sexual undertone, that's where we hit it, and that's where we're hitting it fast from in this conversation today, where there's a sexual undertone. Now, so many people feel that it's nothing wrong with cohabitation because there are so many benefits to this. First of all, there's also something about the definition of cohabitation. It is not legal in the context of marriage. I think let's take that into consideration as we're talking 
because then it will be marriage. But yes. since it's illegal and they're living together and, you know, having these sexual relations, that's what makes it cohabitation. Um, okay, having said that, now people look at cohabitation from a social aspect and from a, li- a religious aspect. Um, Jumoke, would you think, do you think it's good to separate it that way? Should we look at cohabitation from two perspectives? From social angle and from the religious perspective? Or we just feel there's one thing that covers it as to whether it is right or wrong? Um, for me, I think it's better to separate it because um, if you look at it from the social aspect, it may mean one thing. And if you look at it from the religious aspect, it may mean another thing. So I'd rather we just separate both. Look at it from the different angles, from both the religion and the social aspect, just so we don't get it twisted. Okay, so so what's your take on the social aspect of cohabitation? Okay, well, um, you know, in the world today, cohabitation doesn't seem to be a big deal. Looking at it from the social angle, people see it as a normal thing that is expected of two individuals who are in a love relationship, it's expected that at some point, because you feel you are in love with each other, you are in a relationship, and the relationship you're looking at, it's tending towards marriage in the future, so there's really nothing bad about it if you start living together, because it is it is thought that by living together, you get to know each other better, you get to understand each other more, and it makes the marriage um, smooth when you eventually get into it and all that. But then, from the religious aspect, um, I would like to, I would want to say, for me, it's a no-no for me. Cohabitation for me is not, I don't agree with it. Because first of all, since we're looking at it from the, from the religious aspect, the, the word of God has to be our, what, what guides us. And the Bible says in Hebrews 13 verse 4 that marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. Fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. So for me, if you are cohabiting, you are, you are two, a guy and a lady are living together, having sexual, this thing, it is, you are, we are going against the dictates of the Bible. We are going against what, what God wants. The Bible says we are in this world, but we are not of the world. We must not allow the world to dictate to us how we should, how we should live as Christians. So looking at it from the religious perspective, I would say cohabitation is a no-no. Okay. Oh, that was lovely. Yeah, I'm even speechless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Wale, what's your take on cohabitation? From the social lens, it's acceptable. Hmm. Everybody. In fact, I think you would you would look abnormal in today's world socially if you do not accept. If you don't take it as a norm, you would look abnormal. And so social from the social lens, it is okay. From the religious lens, I have a problem with that. Okay, you have a problem with computation? Yes, from the religious lens. Okay. How about from the moral lens? You know what, no. before we get to the moral, I want to talk about the social. Let's talk about that social. Okay. Because both of you okay. are saying for real that it is normal, it is okay to cohabit socially. Yes. Is it really okay to cohabit socially? No, I didn't Let's say... Okay, sorry. I didn't say it is okay to cohabit um, socially. I'm just saying that that is what the world is putting at us. It's acceptable. Yeah, right? that's so what the world feels. As a matter of fact, in the social 
um, from the social angle, if you say that you are in a relationship with someone and you're actually not living, you're not living with the person, they look at you as being the hard one out, kind of. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily make it the right thing. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So that it doesn't make it the right thing. Okay, but let, let's x-ray it. You know, because it seems like there's a stamp on this religious one, you know, mm. Hebrews 13, for, right? Exactly. Has stamped it. So let's just even look at the social aspect of it. Yes, people feel that it's actually acceptable for you to cohabitate. You talked about love. People now love each other, so they now feel they want to get married, so they now cohabitate. Is it is it true? Would you say that most people that cohabitate actually end up in marriage? Like, huh? Is it those people that cohabit, do they actually end up in marriage? Is it a yardstick? Does it help the marital relationship? This rehearsal we do socially as you cohabit, does I, it help I, the intent for marriage? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Neither do not cohabiting help. Okay, but do you think that the percentage of those that cohabit? We may not be able to slap a number to read. But these statistics actually show that those that cohabit, the divorce rate of those that end up in, first of all, those the chances of you ending up in marriage is very slim. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then of the chances being slim, the divorce rate is even high okay. compared to those that actually do not cohabit, that are actually married properly. There's a chance, of course, you're going to marriage, courtship leads to marriage, and then the chances of divorce is even less. Now, with cohabitation with the mind of getting married, it is slim, it won't happen. Because you don't owe anybody anything, so you can easily walk away, and then the chances of divorce is quite high because you have seen each other. Mm-hmm. The, the no excitement, you get bored. You know, so many things that come into um, that. So feeling that cohabitation, do you really feel? Is it really a means to an end? Because it's the new norm. So why is it now like the new norm? Why is it okay socially to now um, cohabitate? No, I'm very interested. I want to know the numbers slapped behind the roads. Now I'm interested. I just want to know I think the, so percentage. the percentage. Uh-huh. Yeah, the percentage. That's what I. That's what I want to know. Okay, the percentage for those that end up in in marriages. Because if if we're looking at the percentage, I'm saying 49, 51 percent. Okay. no, there's no okay. there's no clear difference there. Sorry, my position is do what you like. <laughs> okay, so but but so I'm 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 against I'm against the religious folk attacking somebody doing. Okay. I'm also against the social folks attacking the religious person preserving his body. So let people let people do what they like. Do we actually feel that there are actually some advantages to cohabiting? Yes. Yes. Yeah. A lot. You feel that a lot. Like yes. what, like what? I think it gives me a preview. Oh, it gives you a preview. Yeah. Basically, when in the world we uh, they slap us with terms and conditions of fifty pages and we click I agree with My brother, I agree with you. Without without <laughs> of terms and condition. We don't read, we just click I agree. Just because we want to move to the next page. Are you saying it gives you a preview of what you expect in the marriage? Exactly. It gives you a preview to what you would expect in marriage. And then it gives you that window to agree, do I want to live with this for the rest of my life? Because of course, when we say love and we talk about sacrifice, sacrifices should be sacrifices. We should not lower the standard when we talk about sacrifices. And when we are in a setting where you get to you get to see the flaws of a person, and you choose and say, "I will live with this, even if I even if we stay for ninety years." Okay, I, I want to object. I, I want to turn object, of course. I appreciate your view. Can you really know a person? Can you really? Because human beings, I know, are the most dynamic people on earth. Yeah. So if you're cohabiting <laughs> with somebody, believing that you want a preview in terms, of, I don't know, in terms of character, in terms of. Um, 
bed position or how they are sexually or in terms of the way they can cook whether they can cook or not but in, in terms of character now can you really know a person i've seen people that change three years later five years later exactly if i relationship that were not even cohabiting person changed three years later that's what i was about okay so you felt like uh, so you cannot you really feel you can know the person you want yeah, to hear i'm asking you okay yeah you really feel personally i wouldn't I wouldn't stress myself in trying to know if... Because I discover a lot of people want to know if this person is a good person. Put the person in a lot of series of tests. Just I just want to be sure if this person is right or wrong. And this is because of, quote-unquote, the religious folks who tell you God hates divorce. Excuse me if something is life-threatening to you. Get out. Exit. Of course. Use your exit button. So even, that's why I said, even if you are cohabiting and you are hiding all of your flaws, I, I'm, don't worry, you're not doing me. We're not, and even if I'm the one hiding it, we're not stressing, there's no, there's no problem to read. If we get into the, into the marriage, if it's after three days, you, you start messing up, and we're both tired, now, now I must add this, so that it doesn't look as if you just leave the marriage, and we get to a point where it's unresolvable. Even if it's after three days, we can't resolve our differences. We see that if we if we continue in this light, we'll become toxic to both to one another, and we would not be able to the cohabitation will strike and we will not be able to live in in a confined space together. Please, we use the exit button. So that 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 defeats the aim of the cohabitation yes, in the first place the because you were saying that cohabitation is to have a preview, and so if you live together for three years, four years, and you don't still get the preview that enough preview that you want, and then you get into the marriage and you you see that you are incompatible, and then you are you are both looking at divorce as an option, then what's the what, that, what was the purpose of the cohabitation in the first place? As I said, my view is let people do what they want. Because I think it's wrong after investing like three years cohabiting, exactly. and then you now spend three days just. In you see, let me just let me just say something. Mm-hmm. I, from according to what I feel, human beings will always be human beings. If you like cohabit for twenty years before mm-hmm. marriage, you will not get to know them enough. Yeah, okay. One, the, when you get married, you will see a different person from who you used to know when when you guys were not married and even even while cohabiting. There is the place of pretense. We have to be real with each other. Marriage is absolutely different from both courtship. It's a it's a different ball game. If not, why do you think that the divorce rate is, is getting higher and higher every day? So cohabitation before pre-marriage cohabitation is different from the real marriage. The, the real marriage. I can tell you that at least by the grace of God, I've been married for this year. It will make it eight years. So I can tell you that it's it's different. It is different. You can cut for seven years, 20 years. When you still get married, you will still see some things which you never ever saw while you were dating. So human beings can pretend a lot. They can pretend. They can so pretend. When just because we are in love, I don't want I don't want him to know my weakness. I don't want him to I don't want to lose him and this and that. You cohabit. I mean you pretend. But when you get into the marriage, somehow you tend to just loosen up and your real self now begins to show. And when that happens, I mean, you will now begin to ask yourself, so where did this, all this come from? Why didn't I see all this while we were dating? And we dated for seven years, we dated for ten years and all of that. So that's why I'm looking at it that cohabitation does not necessarily mean a successful marriage. It doesn't mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, there are two different things. Okay. Okay, doesn't, so we've heard it from, um, Jumaka here telling us she's been married for like eight years this year. We have to give it up for her. And um, 
cohabitation doesn't necessarily mean that it will lead to marriage. Now, people that cohabitate actually have shared resources. That's the truth. Yes. Your rent is shared, your bills are shared, and so many things are shared. Wouldn't we see that as, especially if you're moving to a town like Abuja where things are so expensive and you just want to, you know, cut costs and you're actually in love with this person oh. and you now feel, okay, let me just, and you're also getting to, this is like a rehearsal time mm-hmm. where you can test waters, like what Wally said. Is actually what it is. Is it actually bad to say that, okay, fine, we're going to be saving a lot of financial stuff. We're going to be able to make some important decisions. Maybe like um, important decisions, buy a house together, do things together, bring our resources together, start planning before we actually get into marriage. Is there something actually wrong with that? Because you're saving costs and there's some some pros to, to doing that. You know, we said that cohabitation, I mean, cohabitation does not necessarily lead to marriage in all cases. So now that you are saying that um, the benefit of sharing resources, I mean, sharing resources may be a benefit of cohabitation, what if the cohabitation now didn't end up in marriage? So what happens? You just talk and who gets what percentage exactly. you get. So how do you share the resources that you guys have combined together? Well, well, that's true, that's true. And another thing, what if a child is involved? Because we're talking about sexual relations now. So there's a chance that pregnant definitely because, because you want to then? you want to test but, but, but i think there was an issue this morning that someone okay. popped up and then yeah. she was saying um the man never actually knew the lady or you know they never got so close and then the marriage night where everything was supposed to unveil he discovered that the woman did not have breasts Probably yes. everywhere, boss. For this thing you said is so true. <laughs> and you know, there's something boss. someone has always told me. The person tells me, look, blessing, your society is not good for to women. So when you get there, and maybe the thing is not happening well, or maybe the size is not okay for you, yeah. you are stuck home. So you better you stay. You know, just test the water so that <laughs> you know, know what you are the doing. Actual level. If because the guy for is men, you can even go out. You say society is not good for women, but women, you must be stuck there. So that your sexual life, you are stuck whether you're going to be pleased or not. So these things, but if you test the water before, they will be like guaranteed. Mm. And yes, this, when it comes to this one, sexual satisfaction, oh, this guy is there. And of course, same thing with pregnancy. Let's test this thing. If when she, she's pregnant, she's fertile. Exactly. So on the boat, on the ladies... Like my evil on, brothers do. I'm telling you, all the Niger Deltas, they will tell you that we must test the water. They I'm love sure. children. There's no problem. Mother will tell you, we, like, we love children. If I have the three children outside, we bring them home. We can take care of all the children. So in those ways, society approves of all these things. And when you look at it logically, truly, people are not in for surprises. Yeah. Like she said this morning, in our survey, we talked about relationship this morning in church. And the lady truly said that the lady did not have breasts. She was wearing padebra. All through. through. To the wedding night. Uh -uh. I've even met a guy that told me that, look, in the process of touching, blah, 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 and getting... You know, down with the lady. She realized that one breast was bigger than the other breast. Ah, the man has a measurement meter on <laughs> his chest. Wow. So, no, I'm serious. He said he tried to continue the relationship three months after they kept, but it, it affected the psychology. You had to break the relationship. So it's not like the lady was even breastless. So, biologic was bigger than the other. You know, like how did the man even notice? No, they're doing things and the process of this oh thing. So, my. is it is it now bad? 
Yeah. At least now him. he knew. Yes, at least now he knew that he, he cannot handle psychologically. You know? Like the ladies on top of me, I'm seeing one breast bigger. So As that's in... to cut the relationship. So to him, it was a plus to him. Yeah, of course. Why not? And the, the, the case of the lady who, who entered into, into the marriage and then the guy discovered that. Yes, because he didn't tell that the guy. That one is deceit. It's pure deceit. It is pure deceit. I don't see any reason why I should not be able to... Well, it may be hard to do, but then you don't have to now wait until you get into the marriage before. That would even scatter the whole thing from the very beginning. The guy has the has the right to dissolve the marriage immediately because that is a marriage that is based, but founded on deceit. It's a Christian marriage too, and God hates divorce. No! This, there are two different things. This is pure deceit. This is a case of deceit. You have to be open to each other. God does not say, I mean, God didn't say because it's a, God hates divorce, then you should now deceive each other into, into marriage. It's, not like, it's just like a man who is impotent. And he had known that he, 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 he was impotent. And he refused to tell the lady. And then he got married. It is a case of deceit. There are two different things. You are permitted on the ground. You could have known. You would have known that the guy is impotent. You would have known that the breast is one of the same size or doesn't even exist. What if you are permitted and the person is fertile? What, what, what if even in the process of cohabiting, the guy knowing knowing his weak, knowing he has a, he has a problem, is just trying to he's trying he tells the lady that no 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 let's not do anything until we get married. Let's I mean I'm well, I'm, 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 I'm a moral that. person. Yeah, yeah it applies to, I mean, it applies to, applies to both the guy and the lady. Even while cohabiting, either of the two parties may still say no let's hold on let's not do anything let's not have sex let's not sleep with each other you, you on your own part you will think that oh maybe the guy is just being morally upright and all that but you won't know that it's because he has an issue that's the reason why he's holding back so <laughs> i don't know but you know there are different angles to it anyway there are different angles this to is it. a case I of interesting. <laughs> interestingly the topic is almost looking like you can't you can't uh, Receive your way into marriage, whether it be cohabitation or not. Mm-hmm. That's what that's like what we're settling for. That it looks like that's what we're settling yeah, for. Yeah, well, because it looks doesn't really look like that. Somebody's it, telling you that if I if you get pregnant before we get married, it's more of a guarantee to me. So I'm in the house, even though we're having sex, I don't mind if you get pregnant because it shows that you're fertile mm-hmm. and I will marry you then, which is not even guaranteed because they may not even marry you, but most people will marry you and we will tell you that they will. And then I now realize your sexual. Um, capacity and prowess when we're courting is good for me as a lady because what if I get stuck? If I get stuck with someone that cannot perform well in society, I can't look outside. So I choose to know to live with this man, have my sexual relationship with him. I'm satisfied with him. So I know I did marriage at least my psychological when I when it happens, my I'm, yeah, okay. I'm calm is the way you can just you know. You so some people believe so. How do you curb that? Because these are facts. The future is not the future is not assured. The guy you might you might say you want to test while testing things might 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 seem all right. If you want to uh, ensure the lady is fertile enough and then you get her pregnant. Like like like, um you you said that the Hebrew people do that a lot. They want to know whether and then at the same time, you know, apology to the apology to the Hebrew our Hebrew people, but you know that they they place much more importance on the male child. Than the female child. Yeah. So let's assume that um, the lady got pregnant while they were cohabiting and then it, 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 it was a female. You know, he might not really be bothered because what he wanted to know is that the lady is fertile. Mm-hmm. Now, if after now getting married, no male child comes, one, or two, it takes it takes 
years and, and the lady is not able to conceive again. You know that happens. There are some people, they give back to the first child and then they keep trying and trying and trying again and then it's taking years and years and years and they cannot, they cannot conceive again. Then what happens? What happens? It will take the grace of God for that kind of man not to go outside. So that's why I said the future is not assured. The, you test, you, you say, okay, this person has a, a good, this, his sexual capacity is just what I want, is very okay and all that. Anything can happen. God forbid. But things can happen. There are uncertainties. An accident might happen that might, uh, that might render the guy wow. yeah. sexual. You know? Okay, so you're saying that those things we're looking at as guarantees. Yeah, they are not really guarantees. To, to know yes. they are, may not actually be yes. guarantees yes. in marriage. Yes. And if you are looking at that now in marriage, it won't stand the test of time. And you know, another thing is, you see, sex, this sex of a thing, you know, it, it seems to be the in thing now. Sex, sex, that was, that's what you hear everywhere. But you know, sex, as it's very important, so I'm not saying it's not important, but as important as it is, it is not the only thing that holds a marriage together. If sex were the, were the, were, were the only thing, why, why, are we, why do we keep having divorce? I mean, I very, every day, every day, we keep hearing of divorce cases here and there. Sex is good. It's very important. I'm not disputing that. But then, that is not, sex is not all there is to a successful marriage. Issues can, issue, you'll be surprised. All, some other issues will just, will just come up in the marriage. And if you are not very careful, they can lead to irreconcilable differences that can eventually lead to divorce. Communication, as trivial as it may sound, can be an issue in a marriage that if it is not well managed, you can just see the couple telling themselves, okay, let's, let's, let's go at different ways. Finance is also an, another issue. There are so many there are so many issues. Like I was telling um, Uche the other day when he posted the stuff on his status and I chatted with him a little bit. I said that marriage is, 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 is a completely different game. Um, it's different from relationship. Default, you'll be tested in marriage. That's that's very very sure. Just expect it. There's no. For me, if anybody comes to me for advice, I'll not be the kind of person that will sugarcoat things and then tell them, oh, marriage is sweet. Is this? I'll tell you, oh, ah, expect them challenges in marriage. They will come. They will shake you. They will shake you very well. And the first few years, the first five years of marriage are usually like that. You will be shaken, and that will be the time where you. You, you, you want to make a decision. Am I, do I want to remain there or I should just pack my things and leave? But if you're able to, to survive the first five years to the seventh year, then there's this, there's the, the, the ease. The ease, then you can, you can be sure that you'll be able to somehow, you'll be able to pull through because those period of challenge would also make you stronger. You'll, you'll grow more. You'll be more mature to handle some more. That's so, all. You see this sex of a thing, it's for me. I think it's. Um, I don't want to. Well, I, maybe I should say it's overrated, because people tend to think that once the sex is good, the marriage will be superb. But that's. It's not. It's not. A good sex does not guarantee a successful marriage. There are all other issues. Finance is there. So many things. Family, laws. So many things are there that can actually tear a marriage apart. So as much as sex is good, it is not what guarantees a hundred percent success in marriage. Wow. That's a whole lot of wow. stuff um, said. So sex is not just a key thing about marriage or thing we look into. This because there's finance, which I know is a key. Yeah. Is a key thing when it comes to marriage and well, sex too as well. 
nearly half of all couples, uh, look, we're looking at the Western setup now, mm-hmm. nearly half or over half of couples in the Western society, this is a US uh, report, mm-hmm. Decide to actually cohabit before marriage, so it's in their lifestyle yes. to cohabit before marriage. They accept it. Mm-hmm. Then, of those living together, forty percent will go on to marry within three years. 40% yeah, about forty percent will go on to marry. So those are decide. Sixty percent may not even be because they want to get married, oh. but about forty percent will go out to, will go into marriage within three years. Then, out of those who do marry, twenty-seven percent. Would have divorced within five years of time. Machiste, machiste. So, of the 40% now that have cohabited, 40% will get married. We may end up in marriage. Then, of that 40%, 27% within five years would have had a divorce at the time. Even not. Now, it's of course, this is. Well, if I follow through with your data, 50% okay. agrees. Mm. 40% yeah, over half yes, over half agrees. That they should. 40% end up in marriage. Yeah, 27 are likely to still remain. Yeah. No, That's 27 divorce. 27 yeah, yeah. That means 13% yeah. remain. Yes, yes. Still not too bad. It's a fair data. Oh my lord. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> but, well, that's in the Western world where this competition is a norm. So I don't think that's statistic for people that feel it's the normal routine. I don't think it's pretty good. Just like saying marriage is a normal routine and then you now hear this statistic like, oh, what are you saying? But for people that feel this is the norm, I think if they feel it's the norm, they should be very, very successful. Exactly. They should be very, very successful. If that's what goes on around then it should be successful that in marriage you guys have actually cohabited. Like you guys have been living together. Mm-hmm. Then your marriage is such a story should be exactly. far more than this. I expect more. Anyway, yeah. So I, I think for me, um everyone has spoken well and I think there's just there's just one advice. Just one advice. Um if you are going to cohabit, mm, if you are going to go ahead and stay together, please don't test. <laughs> well, that's hard. That, that wouldn't be very hard anymore. <laughs> you know, it's so controversial. That's coming. Don't test. So, at the end of the show, it's been lovely having um, Wally and um, Jumoke on the show this evening. It's been wonderful. Yeah. You've heard the take. Yes, yeah, socially, whether it's socially or on religious grounds, what is actually the success of cohabitation ending up in marriage? I know many people do not do it because they actually want to get married. It's just for benefits. You have yeah. friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, several benefits. They just want to share financial, uh, make ease themselves out financially, ease themselves out sexually, ease themselves out emotionally. Just have someone that you're, you know, emotional fusion. We talked about that two weeks ago. They're about that you're fused emotionally. The person just knows you. Every time I turn this way, it's just got my back. But religiously, as we say, those things are better off in marriage so as we leave we'll just take a word um like final words from Ali and from Joe again hit it up from you okay um for me being a lady I think I want to address my fellow ladies and what I would like to tell you is this you know that generally the society is not fair on us ladies especially in Africa yeah and we are always at the receiving hand whatever whatever it is so I would like to tell you please many I've had many ladies say ah any relationship I get to, we must test and test and test. So how many do you want to test before you get satisfied? And you are a lady, you are the one, you are the one at the receiving hand. Guys are like, uh, uh, how would I say, they, they, 
if something doesn't work for them, it's easy for them to just shake off everything off. They will shake everything and off. The and they are going on, they, they, they go on with their lives. You are the one who, who will be depressed. You are the one who will still be, 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 be sad and everything like that. Your self-esteem is going to be affected. A whole lot of things, it will affect a whole, a whole lot of things. If it becomes, if it leads to pregnancy and the guy tells you he doesn't want pregnancy, it's on you. You are the one who will carry the pregnancy. You are the one who will take, it will, it will alter your life. A, a, a baby giving birth to a baby will put your it will put you on hold for 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 some time you have to concentrate on that child until the child is able to find their feet a little bit such that you can go on with your life so for you ladies please please i'm begging you don't allow the society dictate what is not to you don't don't be carried away by that deceit of a uh, cohabitation leads to success and it does not it doesn't a man will leave you today the next you hit by next month you are you are already seeing him with another with another lady if a woman dies today a man would only we would a, a man some men will not will not wait more than a year and they will remarry it is only us women that will say, oh, I want to honor him, I want to honor the dead, I don't, the society will tag me a, a promiscuous woman and all that, let me wait for five years, and then you have children, you'll be like, these children, I have to take care of them, let them be let them be grown up a little bit before I can find my life again and all that and all that. So we are always at the receiving end. So let us, let us apply our senses in everything we're doing. Don't let a man pu- push you into doing what you would not want to do that you will end up regretting life. The scars are always there. Thank you. Okay, so the scar, the scars are always there. So think wisely, do things wisely. Wiley, over to you. My final take on cohabitation: If you ever want to cohabitate with somebody, do it for the right reasons. If you would not also cohabitate, also do it for the right reasons. Uh, the dynamics that keeps a relationship and a family cut across so many sectors from not so many um, areas from the sex that is pertinent to finance to to communication it is the synergy between all of this that keeps the relationship truly so if you want to cohabitate like I said do it for the right reasons if the reason is you trying to find the synergy between how this person this person's ideology behind all of those things that you keep pertinent to you, fine. If the reason you are cohabitating is for sex, sorry, is dumb. That's a dumb reason to do that. If the reason you are doing it is all is for the right reason, please go ahead. Okay, so for Alice, take the actually a right reason to cohabitation. So the choice is yours. I leave it to you guys out there. This is the truth podcast where we keep it raw, we keep it real. So if you feel cohabitation is there's a positive arm to it. I, I also stick stick to um, Hebrews 13:4. I just I'm just going through that. That's my personal take on the whole stuff. So let's keep keeping it real. I can sound what you have to say. Okay. So like I said before, please just do the best you can. Um, fall in love, but please. That you've seen all the statistics from cohabitation. <laughs> I beg you, let's not do that. Thank you very much. Okay, guys. Bye.